Well, hello and welcome back to Oh Deary Deary Me. I am your host, Caroline Deary, and today we have an incredible guest. She is a wedding and commercial photographer unlike any other, capturing beautiful tones, highlighting the most beautiful things this world has to offer, designing unique sets and concepts, all with a sleek editorial feel. I mean, her artistry inspires me every time I open my Instagram app. I bought her prints, um, prints of her photos from my house, from my sister's place. I mean, Kat and I are literally her biggest fans. And one day, I dream to hire her for my own wedding. Please welcome Kayla Mendez. All right, so what is your sign, Kayla? <laughs> I am, I love that you start with this question because I am a new astrology fanatic. Mm-hmm. Um, my sign, I'm a Taurus, Taurus, sun, moon, and rising. So I'm one of those people, one of the rare people. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Um, and if you like know anything about Tauruses, like I, I fit that description so well. <laughs> like it's, I need my comfort. I need my security all that stuff. (laughs) That's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, so Kayla and I, we grew up in the same town. We went to the same high school and no one was into astrology there at all. And, um, (laughs) it was almost taboo actually. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Definitely. some Some of that, but I feel like you know, I'm learning so much more about it. We're 75% water in our, in our body and the moon and the stars like control the tides. So, I mean, hello, doesn't it make sense? And yeah, I just believe in, you know, I definitely believe in like a creator of sorts. So it's just like, why not the creator of the universe have some kind of like amazing pattern in the way that human beings have their personalities in conjunction with creation. Like it just kind of makes, it's just like, seems so possible to me. Yeah. And you know, people are like, Oh, I think it's really hard to generalize um, with one sign. I'm like, yeah, that's why there's a birth chart and you can like get deep into it. Oh, for sure. And I'm like, so into it now that like, like I've even delved into like, discovering human design which is like a whole other kind of offspin of that think of it like the enneagram meets astrology because it gives you like a birth chart but it also depicts how energy flows in and outside of your body how you exchange energy with the world around you so it's so interesting i don't want to spend too much time talking about it because i'm not an expert on it but would highly recommend that if you're into astrology to also check that out because it's a whole other wormhole and definitely you can glean some truths from it so it's cool I don't know I'm just throwing it out there I stuff I love talking about yeah photography which is what I do (laughs) that's so interesting okay and then what is your mantra so I also love that you asked this question because I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I just need to cling on to really important reminders like this um my mantra right now really has been you know, if it's meant to be, it will be, let it flow. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been like literally repeating that to myself all the time because, you know, as a Taurus, like we tend to really hold on to um, security and comfort and all these, you know, 
cozy things when I'm definitely in a place of my life of growing outside of that comfort zone. I'm getting ready to move across the country to from Florida to LA and it's just are, are changing and I'm having to let go of that control, let go of that um, security. And it's just like, it's a pivotal mo- moment for me. And you can like, I feel that pain of letting go of a lot of things. And mm-hmm. um, I'm just, I'm like, I have to remind myself like, Kayla, you just have to let it flow. Like the universe will come in and provide for you. Um, so yeah, that's my mantra, literally screensaver, <laughs> like everything. I love that. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I don't really, um, I, I feel like my mantra right now is kind of similar and it's like, um, closed doors and open doors and I just like tell the the universe like whatever door is supposed to be for me open it up and I'll walk through it exactly the wrong door close that slam that right in my face yeah and that's a scary thing to kind of proclaim too because you know you know when you ask God or the universe to close doors like it will. (laughs) So like, Mm -hmm. it's so scary to like, you know, see, I'm always like letting go of stuff, you know, walking away from things saying no, it's like, but it also by allowing that it propels you and allows you to move forward and opens doors for more opportunities and abundance and all that those beautiful things. So true. So true. And, you know, I feel like lately, I've been in a very, um, like, sarcastic kind of minds where I'm like oh I don't need like manifestation I don't need like abundance talk or and like you know kind of um I've been like very black and white with things Mm. and realizing that maybe I'm a little spiritually dry at the moment like there's room to like allow myself to be quote unquote like corny and like super positive and spiritual and think Mm -hmm. about things like that yeah well that's so I I can I I can see that for you just in the way that Mm -hmm. you know like I understand that that's a way that you like you process things um from and you know that's a completely valid response right but I also Mm -hmm. feel like um from like my perspective I'm such uh, I've always been a spiritual person. I think I live in that mindset. I believe everything happens for a reason in these grand stories. I think it's what, because I believe in all this like spiritual frou-frou stuff is what mm-hmm. makes me a good creative and how I'm able to like create things out of nothing, you know? So I feel like it's a part of my innate, the innate way that I go and see throughout the world. So you'll always find me talking about like abundance and mindset and manifestation and prayer and whatever, you know, like I love mm-hmm. talking about that stuff. So if you, if you need help, like come talk to me, we could chat about it because it's no, yeah, you know, it's not, uh, it's one, it's, it's not a, it's not a one size fits all. I feel like, and people try to teach it and so many people get it wrong. It's really just doing things that resonate and hold truth for you sometimes. Um, it's a, it's a broad topic. So, and I'm not an expert, so it's just like, I can only say so much, you know? Wow. No, I feel like I'm re I'm already inspired just by this question that I've asked you. Cause I'm like, okay, wait, if I'm clogging my spiritual pores. Oh yeah. Yeah, girl. <laughs> in any kind of way, it, it's, it's going to clog other areas of my life. Like 
letting the creativity flow. Okay, so I'm going to um, chat with you later, and you are going to become my spiritual guru. <laughs> I am no guru. I am a human, but we can definitely still chat. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then um, let's see. What's something that made you laugh recently? Um, <laughs> definitely something on TikTok. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I, I could pull up any specific sort of ones, but anything relating to like relationship things have just been making me laugh. Anything astrology memes, like anything. <laughs> yeah. I just need some so- heartedness in my life. Also like any watching friends, I feel like is my go-to laugh source. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, me and my mom will literally watch that to like laugh and decompress. And it's the best. <laughs> There's, I, I feel like there's nothing better on this planet than a 30 minute comedy, like TV show. They're so, they're vital to my survival. Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, back in acting school, um, like I loved when the professors would be like, you know, we're not doctors, we're not scientists studying medicine, but we are lifesavers because people need to laugh. It's true. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay. I need a We're break. <laughs> we, we need to take a break. The world is too serious, okay? So. Yeah. Okay. So give the people, the listeners of Oh Dear Deary Me, a little summary of your life and your journey and how you got to where you are now. For sure. So, I mean... I'll keep my story, my story, I'll keep my story like really short and sweet, but not skipping out on any of the juicy details. Um, so as I grew up, I'll just start from the very, very beginning, because I feel like it plays a lot into where I am today. But like when I was younger, like growing up as a, um, you know, a little, a wee little girl in, from Orlando, Florida, you know, I was always super creative and loved drawing like anytime I Anytime, any free time, you would find me drawing some kind of like anime cartoon or writing some kind of story. Like I was always creating something. And I feel like um, just as I moved on throughout my life, whether it be from elementary school to high school, I felt like um, I felt very quickly started taking on the um, kind of impressions that or the desires that my grandparents had for my life and putting that and creating my identity around that. Um, mm. I, 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 I am half Guatemalan and half Filipino and, and I grew up really around my like Filipino grandparents. And, you know, there's just like this immigrant mindset that, you know, you have to go to school, go to college, become a doctor, become a lawyer, especially, you know, from my grandparents, my Filipino grandparents who I love so much, who care about me so much. Um, they were always just, you know, there's this, you know, immigrant, immigrant mindset that wants that financial stability for you. They want you to have a better life than they, than they grew up with. Like on my dad's side, I'm a first generation. Um, so it's like that the hard work ethic and the financial security was always number one when I was growing up. And so I definitely took on that mindset from a very young age, you know? Um, and Mm -hmm. I, so once college, I guess I would say once high school turned around, I got very serious about getting into college. I think looking back on it now, I took it way too seriously. Um, but I also, you know, that was, we went to a college preparatory high school. Like they drill that into you. So mm-hmm. like, and, and, you know, <laughs> it's just what you did, I guess. Um, 
So from then, I was just always super into school. I started taking AP chemistry, and that's where I realized I was good at it. So I obviously went on to college um, and decided to do that as my major. But I always think it's super interesting that, like, even while I got super serious about, um, you know, just I thought I was going to be a scientist. I thought that's what I was going to do. I was still like in theater playing around with that idea, like throughout like high school, like I was doing in theater and like even our theater professor saw something in me to make me a student director of this, this production, this theater production. And I just don't understand, look like looking back now, I like, wow, she saw that in me when I didn't even see that in myself, because right now Mm. look at what I'm doing. Like I'm literally a director of photo shoots and of like motion, short motion, like films and things. I'm like, that's so crazy to me. (laughs) Um, um, like those little inklings and guidings from the universe that I never asked for, you know, like I never saw that in myself, but like that was always there in me while I pursued all these other things that, you know, Mm. I thought were for me. But it all ends up working out, right? So I go to college. um, I graduate with a degree in medicinal and biological chemistry. Um, I have that degree. Do I use it to this day? No. But I think it's so, like, it still still makes sense in how I, like, love learning about the world and stuff like that. Um, Mm. But how I really got a camera into my hands, let's just kind of wrap this up. Um, I started traveling is what really kind of, put that camera in my hands for the first, in the first, in the first place. I feel like, um, when I was a sophomore in college was like the biggest turning point for me. It was another point in my life where I had to let things go. Um, whether it be, it was in the form of a relationship, but it was, it was so much more than that because I felt like when I, when I traveled to India, so I spent a summer abroad in India, I lived in India for two months and that was like the biggest transformational period I feel like I've had thus far. I also feel that I am in another phase of that, which makes this such a very unique time. Um, Mm -hmm. But at that point in my life, it was 2016. I was in India, living in India for two months. I end my long-term relationship. And for some reason, they named me as the designated photographer for that trip. Was I a photographer at that time? No way. I literally just put some artsy photos on my iPhone, posted them to Instagram. But for some reason, the people that were leading that trip decided to name me as the lead photographer. So I was running around India in 2016 with a camera in my hands. And I like literally fell in love with it, the way that I could connect with people, tell their stories. Um, and just if you've been to India, you know how inspiring it is. The colors, the, the overwhelm on your senses is so incredible to experience um and overwhelming it's like all the things but it's it was that was like the biggest turning point in my life and so by when i transitioned back to you know normal college life after that i was not the same like i was going through the motions of finishing my biochem degree um but like on the weekends i was taking photos posting them to instagram Um, and so by the time that I graduated college with that biochemistry degree, I just decided I was going to jump into full-time freelance. I was like, I'm just going to see if this works. Like, can I make a living off of doing photography? Um, and here we are today, like everything grew so organically, um, from my very first client that I got off of Instagram, it just all kind of snowballed. Um, I just kept shooting and posting and sharing and like the universe, I felt literally like opened up for me. Um. It's obviously not that simple, but 
it's just so crazy what what can what can unfold when you just create space for it yeah and I mean just creating space for that is so terrifying how did you find the courage to just jump into that and then um like did you ever have the feelings of doubt that were like overwhelming how did you combat those feelings for sure and I definitely definitely did like I feel inklings of those feelings right now right like I'm like literally going through phase two of like I just can already tell I'm like speaking so meta right now but like I can already tell because it's just you know like when so at that time, I think it was 2018. So from 2016, when I first picked up the camera, like for real, for real, like I was learning how to play with like manual mode up until 2018, when I graduated college, within those two years, I was slowly building up a clientele, very small, very local. Mm -hmm. um, And I was growing and learning. And so by the time that I graduated, college, I felt like I had a couple clients in my, in my corner. Um, I was making a little money. Um, and there was a couple other things that led me like where I was like, okay, I'm making some money. So I felt the financial security, a small sense of financial security to where I could, um, just like take the leap and go full time, quote unquote. Like I had an amazing support system. Um, in my family, they were kind of supporting me a little bit back then. But it's kind of funny, because while they were doing that, they were also very, um, you know, still very critical, like my parents were not supportive at first, they are now like 110%. But it was like, mm. yeah, I definitely had to prove a little bit that this I could make this work. And that only lit like kind of a fire under my butt to like, make this happen. Um everyone's journey into becoming a full-time creative entrepreneur is so different. I felt like mine was perfectly timed into where that like during college, I had that kind of safety net of being in college to where I could kind of build my portfolio. So by the time that I did graduate, I had that portfolio ready to go and some clientele to where I felt that sense of security. So for me, I, I combated that doubt by like having a plan. Um, and like taking action, like I'm very much a go-getter, a hustler. Um, and so like, I just combated that doubt by like taking action and like doing, I don't know if I hope that mm. I answered your question. Um, obviously. Yeah. I think that's what, ha- that's what happens when I yeah. get. <laughs> in. Just keep moving. Yeah. I feel like for anyone that's, struggles with self-doubt like it's so easy to spiral if you're just stagnant so the more action you're taking the less time you have to think about am I crazy (laughs) for sure and I definitely took a lot of messy action um and that's that's the thing it's like I did like in the beginning a lot of the stuff I did was imperfect like when i was starting to work with clients like i truly had no idea what i was doing my business was so patchwork i feel like even now like i'm still putting it together like that's why i have a business coach now she helps me because um no because literally like no one teaches you how to do a business you honestly kind of just fall into it um and that's exactly what happened so i took messy action and i i would say i would encourage those who face self-doubt like don't let yourself stay there. I know that's so easy to say and so hard to do. Um, but just like keep moving and doing what 
feels good to you. Um, Cause I don't want to promote a, a hustle mindset either because I felt like 2020 Kayla would have said, you know, just do it. You know, you got to just move through it. But like 2021 Kayla is like, you gotta, you gotta rest. You gotta sit in, you have to process, you have to slow down sometimes in order to speed up, which is like so new for me. <laughs> Cause such a wow. mover and I'm such a doer. Um, but it's sometimes in, in order to fully move in a way that's healthy <laughs> and mm-hmm. like, not everyone is different. Like everyone, everyone is so different. And so you just have to listen to your body. And if you, if your body is telling you, you need to slow down, you need to slow down. And I am a hundred percent preaching this to myself as much as I am preaching it to, mm-hmm. um, you know, everyone, anyone who might be listening. Yeah. Well, I, I heard this saying that was like, if you're not embarrassed by your first product or your first go around, then you didn't start soon enough. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I just, I feel that like take action. It's okay. Cause like, you know, I see you and I look at you and you know, I admire you so much. It's crazy. But, But it's like, I look at you and I'm like, holy crap. Like, all of a sudden, you know, she was in chemistry and then all of a sudden she's like this perfect photographer with the most insane creative skills. I mean, I just was checking out your website. It's so, so well curated. I'm like, okay, wow. But it's encouraging to hear that you were like, no, like I made a lot. Oh, of a ton, a ton. Maybe we should, I should talk about them more because yeah, like, it's just insane. Once you start putting, once you start putting, like being a creative, I felt like was secretly what it's what I was born to do, but always never what I allowed myself to do um, when I was younger, just because of, you know, mindset things. But mm-hmm. it's just so crazy what happens when you just let, yeah, let yourself take action and let things flow, which I feel like is kind of the theme of our conversation thus far. <laughs> Totally. Totally. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm in this space too, where I'm getting ready to like, you know, get rid of my, not get rid of my nine to five, but like transition from being based on like uh, a paycheck or salary to sort of more freelance work. And, you know, I have people asking me like, well, what's your next step? What's coming next? Like, what what job are you gonna do in the interim? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping the job I do in the interim is the yeah. job, like comedy, like full time, baby. That's the next step. So mm-hmm. it's definitely like, I don't know. This conversation feels very life giving to me to hear. Like, you gotta create space yeah. for it. Obviously, be smart. Yes, but, be smart, but also. You have to feel the fear and do it anyway, which is another one of my mantras. I'm like, I have so many quotes running around my head at all times to remind me to keep going because I am combated with a lot of self-doubt. A lot of people, I don't admit that very often or don't, maybe I don't verbalize it enough, but like going back, can I, yeah, let's backtrack to that self-doubt question. Um, I feel Mm -hmm. like having a lot of people in your corner personally to support you has been so crucial to for me and just you know 
everyone needs a support system, whether that be a personal friend or an actual, you know, therapist or something like that. Um, but also just train, like having a good resource for mindset work, um, whatever, whatever that could be for you. It could be, you know, for me, it's like quotes and things like that. It could be literally biblical for you. Um, Mm. whatever you need to like continually remind yourself that like God's got your back. The universe has got your back. Um, could be, could a be a podcast, um, could be a conversation with a friend, just you, like the universe is always trying to give you little signs, especially when you're in places of self-doubt. So listen. So I don't know. Yeah, That's good. That's really good. How do you find your inspiration? Um, I feel like I find a lot of my inspiration in the form of when I, uh, am in action when I'm in motion. This is something that I've recently learned about myself through human design. I'm bringing that back up. Um, But it's, Mm. it's so interesting. So like I find that when I'm in action, so literally if I am scrolling through Instagram, if I am out in nature doing something, um, if I'm like literally basking in sunlight, like those things bring me inspiration. A lot of times it is through, maybe an Instagram scroll or a Pinterest scroll or literally going out in nature and literally completely unplugging. It's usually one of those two extremes. Um, I love being Mm. really, I love being connected to the earth and traveling and just allowing the world to give me inspiration. But also I think Instagram is an amazing tool. It can be a a bit of a, a mind hole, I think of, a black hole of all these things but if you use it the right way it can be an amazing place for inspiration and so I try to keep it in a good bucket um and use it wisely um but I get a lot of my inspiration from just yeah those two places I feel like yeah um how do you deal because I I will often go on online and find inspiration there for my like writing and comedy um but then I get scared of like, I, I want to make sure this is totally creative, um, creatively uh, authentic to me and full of in- integrity and, you know, never imitating and make sure that it's inspired, but not a replica of something. How do you deal with, um, you know, making sure that you're doing work that's so um, genuine to you? And then how do you deal with maybe feeling copied or imitated because you might have inspired someone else? For sure. I, that is honestly such um important topic to discuss. And I honestly feel like it's, I, it's, it's a hard conversation for me because have I had my work copied before? Like all the time. I try not to take it too personally though, because you know, it's a, it's a form of flattery and I try not to watch too closely what other photographers are doing maybe in my local sphere. Um, I usually, when I say I'm looking for inspiration on Instagram, it could be in the form of like a quote or a a nail design, you know, it might not be from other photographers specifically. I think that's really important too. It's, you know, it's like Mm. maybe go outside of your 
outside of your niche to look for inspiration, even if it's through Instagram, right? Because sometimes there's so many other forms of creativity out there that you can bring into your, your own work. And then it's so much easier to not have that identical replication because it is, it is such a pitfall because our eyes are, I find my eyes being drawn to similar things, but in different ways based on what I look at. So like my eyes are very drawn to tones and like tonal things. So I felt like that has obviously Mm -hmm. shaped a lot of my work thus far. And I'm gravitated to photographers that do that sort of work, but I try to not Um, Like I've literally had to mute some people on Instagram because I felt like our work has been so similar. I was like, I cannot look at your work because I'm afraid of literally seeing something and unintentionally replicating, especially if we're we're in the same state and like the crossover is just so close. So there are just some boundaries that you have to set for yourself if you feel that you need them. So you can just kind of prevent that. Um, Yeah. Does that kind of. Yeah, I feel that. I I actually had to do that this week where like some of the biggest inspirations and then the people that I listen to their podcast, I'm like, hold on a second. What's coming from me and what am I accidentally just picking up from them? And so I had to like quiet those voices and try and reconnect with something that's coming from inside of me. and usually I'm like ah, oh, social media like doesn't get to me because I've been yeah, able to to use it in a really like helpful way it's been a tool for me rather than something harmful but this this week recently I'm like oh, maybe I need to reevaluate what's happening here for sure and, and that's okay it's okay it's totally okay like it's for your literal mental health. And I find that if I am ever comparing myself to a specific photographer, like I see, I, if I, I am very, you know, in it, I try to be in tune with, you know, the way I support other, or just like what I'm feeling when I look at content, um, mm-hmm. content, very, like, or like just things on Instagram, you know, information. Um, and so yeah. I find that I am, you know, feeling any sort of negative emotion, such as jealousy towards another individual, I will literally mute them because I don't want to have that one that individual is doing nothing to me. It's like literally just bringing up emotions in myself that I'm like, no, I can't be jealous of their success because the world is literally abundant enough for the both of us. Okay. Mm. And, um, but I will still have to go and mute them because their content then becomes a trigger for me to feel that way. So you just kind of have to like create boundaries for yourself so that you can be a healthy Mm -hmm. individual. Yes. What do you feel like if you could tell your younger self one thing about the journey that you're about to embark on, um, what would you say? So many things. (laughs) literally so many things one to not take yourself so seriously let it flow um and be bold and I think number one which is probably the best advice I've ever been given um was given to me by my father and he said literally like you have to listen to your gut and that was literally the best advice I would give to my younger self too. Like, 
follow your intuition, follow your gut. Um, because I, like our bodies literally hold so much information and they tell us what feels good. Like my body has like an emotional response to things that I experience in the universe, whether it be like a pit in my stomach or like genuine, like, like excitement, like listen to the signals that your, your intuition gives you and your body gives you. Cause yeah, it's telling you something. That's good. How do you, how do you like get in touch with that? Um, cut out all the noise is my first thought. Um, it, I honestly, it's something I'm still learning how to do. Right. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've been super blessed to where I feel like I've cultivated a life that allows me to live in a place where I can listen to my body. I know a lot of other people struggle with that because they've dealt with so much trauma, um, in their lives like I was just having a conversation with my friend the other day and she is someone else who needs to listen to their gut um and she has a hard time doing it because she's faced you know a lot of negative outside experiences I've definitely been so so blessed to where I feel like you know I have that support system I have a good environment that is safe and you know, where I feel like I can be myself to where I can listen to my body. So I think it's, yeah. it's about cultivating a space that allows you to hear yourself because your outside environment is, it has so much effect on where, how you go throughout the world, how you experience life, etc. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a really good point. The environment that you have, that you're in really affects that. I mean, you can feel that depending on if your room is clean or messy or if your space is For sure. um, peaceful and, or even just like the, the coffee shop that you do your work in. Like, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm a big um, believer that your space and your environment has a lot of um, not power, but, but maybe. For me, it does as well. And I feel like there are definitely a lot of people that will resonate with that because, you know, for me, it's like the weather literally determines. Mm. Like I am such, I just, I'm learning this about myself, but like, I am so drawn to like sunlight and like being Mm. outside. Like yesterday in Florida, it was literally, I did not see the sun once and I had literally the most miserable day. Um, But also I was like Mm. dealing with like, a sore throat and whatever. So it's just like, ugh, you know, the word. Mm. Um, and now it's sunny and I'm like, wow, I can, I can live again, you know? So sometimes it's just like where we force our energy. I, yeah. I have felt that so much. I'm like coming out of what I believe are self-diagnosed seasonal depression. <laughs> it's like summer in LA cause summer starts in April in LA and um I don't know just feeling like I'm starting to get my personality back yes feeling really good is it because is it because Um, it's um cold there or it's it has been gloomy I mean it's I can never complain about the LA weather but it's just there's 
I don't know. It's something that clicks when it gets warm, deathly hot, yes. like especially in the valley and you're sweating just from going outside. That's like, that's my thing. That, like yeah. I need to sweat. Oh my gosh. Well, it's because you're a Florida girl. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not, you don't get quite as sweaty as Florida. Thank God. So. There's a reason why I'm moving I, to the next sunniest place or the most sunniest place in the United States. Like there is a reason. <laughs> right. I'm so excited for you in that. Um, what is the hardest part of your job in being um, a photographer and a creative entrepreneur? It's a lot of work. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I think the hardest part of being a creative entrepreneur is doing all of the things. Um, Because I feel like as much as we are an artist, we are also our own social media manager and our own marketer and our own accountant sometimes and our own (laughs) financial organizer and systems organizer. Like we are, we put so much Mm. on our plates, especially, you know, photographers, your business can grow very quickly. And if you're not, you just learn as you go. Right. So I just have all these tasks on my plate that I'm like, I was never trained for this. So that's, Mm. that's like been the hardest part is, you know, as my business is growing and it's growing so fast, I'm like, I think I would like to have a team now because I need help. Um, It's just like kind of delegating things that are outside of your maybe zone of genius, because a lot of times creative entrepreneurs get into creative entrepreneuring for to do the creative thing. But very quickly, you realize that in order to run a business, you are also running a business. So it's just like, Mm -hmm. I want to stick to my zone of genius and kind of outsource the rest, which would be another piece of my advice for creative entrepreneurs listening. Um, And so that's kind of, I feel like, that is the hardest part is like me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's so awesome that you're, you're in a place where you can do that and um, you know, you've grown so much. So yeah, I guess it's encouraging to hear that's like, you got to push through and you got to be everyone. So then eventually you don't. Yeah. And there's, yes, exactly. Because I have been doing it all on my own thus far, but there is a point where your business Mm -hmm. gets so big, which is like an amazing thing to happen. And when you want your business to scale in order for your business to scale, like truly you have to bring on a team. So when you step away, your business doesn't stop running, um, which is the lesson that I'm learning right now. Like, I want to have a personal life and have my business not fall apart because I took a mental health day, you know? Right. How do you balance um, downtime and, and work time? Um, right. Like that's definitely something I'm implementing more in 2021. I felt like 2020, the lines between rest and work were so blurred because we were always at home. Um, and so it definitely mm. led to some burnout in 2020, by the end of 2020, I was creating so much, um, like for lack of a better word, content online, whether that be in the form of TikToks, Instagram posts, like I was doing, I literally did so much and my business grew, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. But then it led quickly to burnout by the end of that year, because I was just gave myself no time to really breathe or rest. And so now into 2021, I'm definitely carving out time 
hanging out with friends, more personal time, having a hobby outside that is creative outside of um, photography. I've recently taken up um, like salsa and bachata and just doing that. Using like dancing as a form of like a creative outlet, which is so fun just to be a beginner in that way and to express yourself creatively in that way. It's just, it's been so fun. Um, and so just allowing myself to have a personal life, dear God, I'm so serious about my business. I'm like, I need to tell myself to like cool it down. Um, and taking Sundays off have been like, which I didn't even do yesterday, ironically. <laughs> so I'm just like, we're still, no. we're still growing, but I did just come back from a vacation where I took like five days off. So it's like, we're flexible, you know, we're learning and growing as we go, but I'm definitely allowing myself more space to just turn off more than I ever have before. So. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, yeah, I, I, my hobby outside of my, um, like creative pursuits business wise, my hobby is painting and, um, every, like, I am always so inspired by you. And so I've done, you know, I've done two um, artworks around your pictures. And so I'm obsessed with them. It gives me so much life. I'm, I'm, I like painted one for my sister because we're both huge fans of yours. And then I never gave it to her and it's still in my apartment. You got to mail that. I know I'm the worst. I just seriously like can't part with it, but uh, it'll eventually get in her hands. But then I just put the other one up that I did of yours. But um, I'm inspired now, so I feel like after this conversation, I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna go yeah, paint. please do. And I think it's so fun to see you still painting because I literally remember when we were in like our class together. Do you remember that? Cool. Yes, like I, I just remember thinking you were like the coolest and I just loved hanging out with create like I love that class so much and uh, it was yeah. such a sort like an escape for me and I'm like Kayla why didn't you just keep doing that he's <laughs> so, so lean I know in, why baby. didn't I just lean into that because that was like my favorite class <laughs> hands down <laughs> yeah it's been I mean you know kind of what you were saying with having a drama teacher like see this uh creative potential inside of you I mean it's crazy to see like how many creative geniuses have come from our school and like our town and I'm always just so inspired and supportive of the people that like have come out of Orlando and I'm like I know we're we're doing for it. sure and yeah it's just keep on keep on going up right it's like growing and glowing <laughs> it's exciting yeah it's definitely exciting um what are you most excited for coming up what's next for you and oh well the biggest thing on my plate right now is literally getting my butt to LA um I think that's gonna roll mm-hmm. around by literally within a month I haven't even officially like maybe announced it on Instagram I think this could be like a surprise to anyone of any one of my audience who's listening, like I haven't really officially posted like the moving thing because it is so still not solidified yet. Um, I'm really 
there is some, you know, I'm just allowing that part to unfold in its divine timing because I tried to plan my move to LA in March, 2020 COVID happened. So that like derailed that, but it was for the best. So I'm just like trusting in God's timing, the timing of the universe for that to just kind of roll out when it needs to. I am already. So yeah, that's the next big thing for me. Um, yeah, for sure. The next big thing. <laughs> I love that. And where can people find you? What's what's your plan? Well, you can find me on Instagram. That's like the best way to hang out with me. I'm like literally always on Instagram. Um, and you can find me at Kayla M. Mendez. There are two M's there. One is my middle initial. Um, and you can hang out with me there. Um, I also have an email list. If you are like a beginner photographer looking for like photography education, you can sign up for that at the link in my bio. Um, and yeah, just hang out with me on the gram. You can, I'm also on TikTok, but like I need to get back on my TikTok game. But mm-hmm. love. TikTok. I know I I miss it so much. It's just I I need to start start doing it again. <laughs> I'm feeling I'm feeling inspired to start doing it again, so I'm excited. <laughs> Yes, yes, it's good stuff. It's, I mean, it's crazy how people like market their businesses on TikTok and it just blows. It's insanity up. and it's so fun. It's such a lighthearted platform. It's really refreshing to the seriousness of Instagram. So I just need some more TikTok mm-hmm. energy in my life because it is a hilarious world. Um, it's just, it's its own micro environment. It's the best. <laughs> Totally. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I'm so inspired by this conversation and I'm so happy that we got to do this. And I hope, you know, you have a great week. I hope all the listeners out there um, feel inspired too and unclog all of those creative and spiritual pores. Let it go, baby. And I'll see you. I'll see you next week. Thank Thanks, you. Kayla. Love, oh, dearie, dearie me.